Day with the King is a 3ABN Australia television production developed to lead children through a study of the Bible and to grow in their understanding and love for God. We invite you to download your weekly study guide at adaywiththeking.com. So come on kids, join us now and each week for A Day with the King. I'm Auntie Cecily and I'm so glad you've come back to join us in our worship time. And Auntie Nat, I'm glad to see you here today as well. Thanks, Auntie Cecily. I'm really glad to be here too. And how are you today, kids? Good. Now, Auntie Nat, I know that you want to send a big hello to some people who have been watching us. Yes, I would like to say a big hello to all the people watching in Papua New Guinea. Oh, hello. hello. Auntie Nat, that's a long way away. I know, isn't technology amazing? We can be sitting here in our lounge room in Australia and someone in a different country is watching us. What do you think, Arnie Cecily? Oh, it is incredible. It's also incredible that Teddy sits here and tries to be a good bunny each week. (laughs) (laughs) Auntie Nat, would you like to say a prayer for us before we commence our worship Yes, I'd love to. Dearest Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that um, we're here for another worship time to welcome in the Sabbath. And we just ask, Lord, you be with the children at home. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Auntie Nat, do you know I'm so glad that it's the Sabbath and that I can just rest from the week and just have a little, you know, quiet time with the Lord. And speaking of blessings, we have our blessing docs again. Jeremiah, would you like to open our blessing box and read a blessing that we can be to others? I wonder what our blessing is today. Invite some friends to come with you and your family on a nature walk. Oh, lovely. Do you sometimes like to go walking with friends in nature? Where do you like to go for a walk on Sabbath afternoon? How about you, Jeremiah? Where do you like to go? In the bush. Oh, yes. I love the Australian bush. And I also like going to the beach for a walk on a Sabbath afternoon. Have you ever done that? Yes. And have you looked in the rock pools and seen the little fish, and starfish and the crabs? (laughs) (laughs) You've been nipped by a crab. That's a lovely way to just share. And how much better it is, even if we take friends. Isn't that exciting then? Where we can share that enjoyment being out amongst God's nature. Boys and girls, is there a special spot where you live that you love to go for a walk and look at the beauty that God created? Perhaps you could send us a picture of that place. We would love to see it and share it with the children here. Our address is on the screen. Now, Aunty Cecily, you've been sharing some blessings about Jesus' second coming. Yes. Remember the last few Sabbaths, we've spoken about preparing our hearts for Jesus so we can enter the promised land which is heaven. Well, today I want to talk with you about some promises in the Bible that tell us Jesus is coming soon to take us to the heavenly promised land. Revelation 1 verse 7 tells us, Behold, he is coming with clouds and every eye will see him, Mm. even those who pierced him. Here's another promise found in James 5 verses 7 and 8. Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Now, later in our Bible study, we're going to learn about a man named Gideon. 
when God called Gideon to do a mighty work for him, Gideon tested God and we'll discover what those tests were. God wants us to read and test the Bible and he wants us to taste and see that the Lord is good. So test the Bible for yourself and build up your trust in God and believe in his promises because he wants you to be ready for him so he can take you back to live with him and be with him forever. Thanks, Arnie Cecily, for sharing that with us. Jesus really wants us to read his words so we can believe in his promises. Oh, Pastor Rick, you've just snuck in. Thank you so much for sharing your musical talent with us and joining us in our worship time. It's great to be here and it's great to be with you again, children. And because it's Sabbath, what if we sing Don't Forget the Sabbath? Yes. Ready? Don't forget the Sabbath, the Lord our God has blessed. Of all the weak and brightest, of all the weak and blessed. It brings repose from labor, it tells of joy divine. It means of life descending, with heavenly beauty shine. Welcome, welcome, ever welcome, blessed Sabbath day. Welcome, welcome, ever welcome, blessed Sabbath day. Keep the Sabbath holy and worship Him today. Who said to His disciples, I am the living way. And if we meekly follow our Savior here below, He'll give us of the fountain, His dreams eternal flow. Welcome, welcome, ever welcome, blessed Sabbath day. Welcome, welcome, ever welcome, blessed Sabbath day. Pastor Rick, can we please sing I Just Keep Trusting My Lord? That is one of my favourite songs. So glad you chose it. I just keep trusting my Lord as I walk along. I just keep trusting my Lord and He gives a song. Though the storm clouds darken the sky, all the heavenly trail. I just keep trusting my Lord, He will never fail. He's a faithful friend, such a faithful friend. I can count on Him. Pastor Rick, can we sing Thank You, Lord? Caleb, we certainly can, and we've got so much to thank the Lord for. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me thy great salvation so Salvation's only 
Thanks, Pastor Rick. Singing praises to God in songs is such an enjoyable part of our worship. Now it's story time again with Dr. John. I wonder what he's got for us this time. Hello, boys and girls. I'm Dr. John, and welcome back to Storytime, and welcome to Boys and Girls Wherever You Are. You know, I used to live in Fiji, and the old missionaries there would tell the stories of the old days. You know what the biggest danger was in the old days? It wasn't sickness, it wasn't starvation, it was the cannibals. And it was a terrible, terrible thing. And the last missionary in Fiji to have an unfortunate end was this man here. His name was Thomas Baker. Thomas Baker went to a village called Nambatautau. Say that with me. Nambatautau. Oh, you'd make good little Fijians. And the people from Nandrau, the big village nearby, they said, we don't like this man. He does not understand our culture and we want rid of him. Well, he came to the village and he did several things wrong. One was when he met the chief, he had his head higher than the chief. And even when I lived in Fiji, when I went to a village with the chief, my head was never higher than his. But before he went to bed, he did something that was to cost him his life. He decided to comb his hair. And he combed his hair. And when he finished, the chief reached out and took it. Just like that and he stuck it in his hair. Now your hair's a bit short. short. Can you stick your hair, that in your head? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, and you know what Thomas Baker did? You hold it on your head. You hold it on your head. He reached over and he took it out like that. And that was his death sentence because that night they came with the clubs and they killed him and they ate him and they ate everything and there was one part of him they couldn't eat. They chewed and they chewed and they chewed and they could never quite finish because they'd never seen shoes before. They tried to eat his shoes and if you go to the museum in Suva, the capital of Fiji, you will still see the shoes of the Reverend Thomas Baker. But you know, the missionaries made peace. And when you make peace in Fiji, they give you this. This is the most valuable thing you can have in the Pacific Islands. Does anybody know what it might be? Take a guess. A tooth. My tooth? <laughs> What's it off? You are quite right. What sort of an animal is this off? Mm. A whale. And these are worth hundreds and thousands of dollars. And if you and I have a fight and we make up and I give you this and you reach out, you've got both hands, that's the way you do it. And then I go like this. We can never be enemies again. And that is why Christianity came to Fiji so quickly 
and they gave up cannibalism. And you know, one of the chiefs from Nandrao, which was near, what was the name of the village? Nambu Tata. He came to me, he was on my staff, and I was leaving. He started to cry. He said, I have a present for you. I said, what have you got? His name was Taniela, which means Daniel. He said, this is my ancestral war club. It has killed 19 men. And he cried as he gave the name of every one of the people that he had killed. Not him, but his ancestors. And you know, this is my most treasured possession. Because when a Fijian gives you a present, you have to accept it, it's like the tambour. But you know, the Fijians are the most wonderful Christian people. There's no more cannibalism, they gave it away. They had to eat fish instead because there were no other wild animals and they liked to eat meat. And Taniella and his friends and his family all became Christians and wonderful, wonderful people. Thank you, boys and girls. Bye-bye. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to our Bible study. If you haven't got your Bibles ready yet, go get them now so you can follow along with us. Caleb, could you please say a prayer for us to open our Bible study? Yes. Thank you. Dear Father, help us to understand what we read in our Bibles today. Turn our hearts to you. Please be especially with the children at home and bless them this day. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Now, JJ, we studied about something that stood still last week. What was that about? The sun stood still. Yes, God did an amazing thing for Joshua, didn't he? So that he and his army could fight um, the Canaanites and win the battle. But something else happened. There was something that was divided up for the children of Israel. What was that? The land. The land, yes. And they all had their territories to inhabit. Now, something happened. And we're going to study about that because of what the children of Israel didn't do. We are going to study the book of Judges. Okay, Anna, could you please read our first reading, Judges 2, 11 to 12. Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served the Baals. And they forsook the Lord God of their fathers who had brought them out of the land of Egypt. And they followed other gods from among the gods of the people who were all around them. And they bowed down to them, and they provoked the Lord to anger. Thanks, Anna. Yes, so the children of Israel did not do what God asked them, and to destroy all the idols in the land, and they did not drive out the Canaanites. So instead of worshipping the one true God that delivered them from Egypt, they began to worship the gods of the Canaanites. Was God happy? No. No, he wasn't. So because the Israelites chose to worship the false gods of the Canaanites, God allowed the Canaanites to go to war against them and make their lives very hard. But in God's mercy, he didn't utterly forsake them. He would raise up a judge to help deliver them. After the Israelites had repented and been delivered, peace would come for many years, but then something would happen. Bethany, can you please read Judges 2.19? And then it came to pass when the judge was dead that they reverted and behaved more corruptly than their fathers by following other gods to serve them and bow down to them. They did not cease from their own doings nor from their stubborn way. So soon as the judge that God had raised up to deliver them died, Israel went into apostasy again. It's sad, isn't it? 
We are now going to study about one of the judges and his name was Gideon. Kate, can you read Judges 6, 1 and then 5 to 6, please? Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian for seven years. For they would come up with their livestock and their tents, coming in as numerous as locusts. Both they, their camels, both they and their camels were without number, and they would enter the land to destroy it. So Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Thanks, Kate. So the children of Israel started worshipping false gods again, and this time the Midianites came and ate everything up, and they were like locusts, and they stripped the land of food. The Israelites became impoverished or very hungry and cried out to the Lord. Let's see what God does. Caleb, can you please read Judges 6, 11 to 12? Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash, the Abizrites, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress in order to hide it from the Midianites. And, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you, you mighty man of valor. Thanks, Caleb. So an angel of the Lord came to speak to Gideon. JJ, can you please read Judges six fourteen to 16, please? Yeah. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have you not sent you? Have I not sent you? So he said to him, O oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? In, indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. Oh, thanks, JJ. So God wants to use Gideon to deliver, the, to deliver Israel from the Midianites. Gideon, like Moses, was a bit unsure about the job that God had given him and asked God for a sign. We're going to read about that. Anna, can you please read Judges 6, 36 to 38? So Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand as you have said, look, I shall put a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is dew on the fleece only and it is dry on all the ground, then I shall know that... You will save Israel by my hand, as you have said. And it was so. When he rose early the next morning and squeezed the fleece together, he wrung it, the dew out of the fleece, a bowl full of water. Mm. Now, boys and girls, if you go for a walk out on your grass in your front or backyard in the morning, it's usually got some dew on it, hasn't it? So it feels a little bit wet. Yeah, so Gideon asked God for a sign that if the fleece was wet... And the grass or the ground around the fleece was dry. He knew that God was with him. Now, I'm going to give this to Aunt Cecily and I want JJ to feel for me. I've got some samples here. Now, JJ, you put your hand on the fleece and tell me what it is. Um, wet. It's wet. Now, put your other hand on the grass and what is the grass? 
um, dry. It's dry, isn't it? So God answered his prayer, didn't he? Yeah, thanks, Auntie Cecily. Okay, but Gideon wanted to be doubly sure. Now, Matthew, can you please read Judges 6, 39 to 40, please? Then Gideon said to God, Do not do not be angry with me, but let me speak just once more. Let me test. I pray just, I pray just once more with the fleas. Let it out. Now be dry only on the fleas, but on all the ground let there be dew. And God did so that night. It was dry on the fleas only, but there was dew on all the ground. Okay, so this time Gideon wanted the grass to be wet and the fleece to be dry. Caleb, can you put your hand on the fleece? What is it? It's dry. All right, put your other hand on the, and what is it? It's the grass is wet. Oh, is your hand all wet? Yep. Yeah. So did God answer his prayer again? Yes. He did. So Gideon was now satisfied and he gathered the men of war together. Bethany, can you please read Judges 7, 2 to 3? And the Lord said to Gideon, The people who are with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands, lest Israel claim glory for itself against me, saying, My own hand has saved me. Now therefore proclaim in the hearing of the people, saying, Whoever is fearful and afraid, let him turn and depart at once from Mount Gilead. Gilead. And, and 22,000 of the people returned, and 10,000 remained. Wow, so out of 32,000 men, 22,000 went home. So only 10,000 remained. In a worldly perspective, do you think it's better to have as many men as possible to go to war? Yeah. It is. But do you know what? God wanted to show that he would fight the battle for them. God wanted them to rely on him and not themselves. But God tells Gideon that there's still too many men and God directs Gideon to take them down to the water or the riverbank to drink. Kate, can you please read Judges 7, 6 to 7, please? And the number of those who lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, was 300 men, but all the rest of the people who got down on their knees to drink water. Then the Lord God said to Gideon, By three hundred men who lapped, I will save you and deliver the Midianites into your hand. Let all the other people go, every man to his place. Thanks, Kate. So the men that got on their hands and knees to drink by the river went home. But the men who scooped the water up as they were going and licked or lapped it from their hands, they were the ones that God wanted so how many were chosen to stay? 300. 300. Do you know what? God was testing their character. The 300 men were chosen for the way they drank the water. It showed that they had a job to do and they were putting God before serving themselves. Let's read our torchlight. Caleb, can you read that for us to see what Mrs. White shines on that verse for us? Success does not depend upon numbers. God can deliver by few as well as by many. He is honoured not so much by the great numbers as by the character of those who serve him. Thank you, Caleb. So it wasn't about the numbers. It was about their hearts and where their hearts were for God. God can do amazing things with a small amount of people. Okay, Gideon divided the 300 men into three groups. That was 100 in each and got them to come in three different directions of the enemy encampment. And it was at night while they were sleeping. With the trumpet sound from Gideon, all 300 men blew their trumpets and gave a shout 
and they broke their clay pitchers to show their torches and it created such a panic with the Midianites that they became confused and guess what? They all killed each other while running away. We are told in Judges 8.10 that the Midianites consisted of 120,000 men, but God won the battle through Gideon with how many? 300. 300 men. Wow. Let's look at our memory verse found in Isaiah 35.4. Let's read this together. Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong, do not fear. He will come and save you. Wow. So just like God saved the Israelites, we can claim this verse when we are scared or frightened or we are going up with some overwhelming event in our lives. God is mighty to save. Thank you, boys and girls, for reading along with us. We have a devotional available that goes into more depth than what we studied today. Here's how you can get that. Hey, boys and girls, like Aunty Nat said, you can download our devotionals free from our website at www.adaywiththeking.com. Hey, Nick, don't forget about Teddy. Oh, yes, while you're there, you can visit Teddy's blog. He's posted some videos of his intense training for the show. Boys and girls, we want to hear from you. Send us an email on how you're enjoying the show. So hop online today. Thanks, Nick and Sarah. God has so many blessings for us. Remember to download the devotionals and read God's Word every day. Auntie Nat, can you tell us what we're going to study about next week? Sure. Yes, next Sabbath, we're going to study about someone who is very strong. I'll give you a clue. It's someone with long hair. We look forward to studying that with you next week. Aunt Cecily, shall we go over our memory verse that we learned in our Bible study today? Yes. Children, you're going to say this together? Isaiah 35, 4. Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong, do not fear. He will come and save you. Our time always goes so fast, doesn't it, yes, Annie Cecily? Yes. Bethany, what did you learn about the King today? That Jesus promises to come soon to take us home to heaven. Yes, we have so much to look forward to. Children, are you ready to sing our blessing song to the girls and boys at home? Yes. yes. Okay, let's turn around and do that.
get to heaven so I can see God's wonderful nature. I'm looking forward to going to heaven because we are able to live forever. You've been listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Television. God bless you kids and remember to join us next week.